podcast was recorded at State Library Victoria on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. We pay our respects to the elders past and present. Welcome to In Those Days. I've got Christina Adams here with me. Hello, Christina. Hi, Penny Tangy. How are you? I'm good. I'm always excited to be talking about Trove. Um, Now, one thing I wanted to talk to you about today is we mainly talk about the newspapers in Trove, Mm. the digitised newspapers, but there's a whole lot of other stuff as well. But the exciting thing about the newspapers is it's not static. Right. Did you know that they're always adding... They're always digitising more publications. I did not know that, There's Penny. always new material in there. So if you don't find what you want one day, look again in six months and it might be there. And so, for example, they put out a list in February of 20 new publications that have been digitised. And I'm quite excited about a couple of them. Mm-hmm. One of them is the Blackwood magazine. Right. Because uh, Blackwood is a suburb where my husband Lincoln grew up. Okay. So I think there might be some interesting things in there. Mm. Blackwood, South Australia, it's where the uh, hilltop hoods are from. Oh, look, lots of trivia happening here. Because <laughs> he went to school with them and it's, uh, yeah, it's a very uh, kind of conservative uh, suburb. Nothing ever changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have a bakery there that's called the Conventional Bakery. Good. Don't want to go crazy at the bakery. <laughs> it's conventional. I bet it's a good one, though. Yeah. It probably is. It's probably just got all your, all your standards. Great lamingtons. And, and a Boston bun. Yeah, everyone loves a Boston bun. Because it's conventional. Yep. Uh, and there's also going to be, they've digitised the Colonial Times and Tasmanian Advertiser. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about this is it goes back to 1825. That's a long time ago. Digitisation, it's a lot of work. So Trove usually partners with other community organisations and things mm. to, to get it all done. And I really appreciate them doing that. I'm glad you do. I do as well. Thank you. <laughs> Our guest today is someone I met doing comedy probably 20 years ago. She is a TV writer. She's a funny lady. She's a very experienced podcaster herself, so I am a little bit nervous about having her here. It is Vaya Pashos. Oh, it's a thrill. And you can use the parlance of this podcast and say I was a comedian. Oi. <laughs> oh, she's listened. Double N-E. So you just add a bit of flair to the end <laughs> yeah. of the word. <laughs> and so my first question is always, have you used Trove much, Vaya? Oh, I love Trove. <laughs> I love Trove. I Not recently, but in one of my TV writing jobs. Well, it was not writing, it was coordinating, <laughs> script coordinating. <laughs> it's my favourite job I've ever had I and probably will ever have. I got to be the script coordinator on the second season of Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries, oh. ABC period drama mm. set in late 1920s Melbourne. In a lot of my tasks, I had to just check the scripts and proofread them. One of the fun tasks I would get given is sometimes the script producer would tell me to fact check certain mm. period details and the fastest way to get a confirmation is to just to find reference to something in a Trove article yes. in a newspaper of the time. So I would often just type in, oh, did they have aspirin and just type yeah. that in. <laughs> and 1920s is like peak, I reckon, for Trove because um, a lot of things were still being published. There weren't many other ways of communicating. They didn't have television. Mm. They didn't um, even radio, not as much. And turns of phrase is a big one as well. Mm. So would this character 
say that expression and you just try and find oh, examples. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. sometimes you, we use a, an expression every day and yes. then you look it up and you realise it's 1950s American slang. Mm. Yeah, and it things like, okay, I think the word okay is actually yeah. relatively recently used and mm. stuff like that. I think my dad will say that the ancient Greeks invented that. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> or like Allah, all's well, don't trove that. Yeah. <laughs> So I often, and I would, you know, waste a lot of time, and I would often offer new suggestions. Oh, what if she, what if she's cooking this recipe? Or oh, no, yep. we don't need that right yeah, now. Yeah, settle down, <laughs> settle down, stay in your lane. I love it. And so now you work for quiz shows. Yeah, it's this interesting niche that popped up for a while. I think the Australian TV landscape just hops on a bandwagon, yeah. and for a while it was cooking shows. Mm. And then suddenly quiz shows exploded. Mm. I mean, they've yep. always been around. You know, a new crop cropped mm. up and <laughs> I had come out of working in radio and wanted to do some research, get some work as a researcher in TV mm. as a stepping stone into writing. I started as a verifier on The Chase. Oh. Penny's familiar with <laughs> that line of work as well. Mm. Yeah, Vaya actually was very nice and she got me jobs in quiz and shows And then you got well. me jobs in quiz shows. <laughs> so... It's How quizzical. <laughs> it's quite contagious. Yeah, it's been a cascading. But it, it's wonderful for the industry. Dramas are thinning out, so it's mm. nice to at least have a bit of light entertainment mm. out and about. I loved the idea of – well, I've always been walking around inside into my personality. Even as a kid, I would just walk around and just come up with like I'd learn a fact and I'd think, <laughs> I didn't know that. I would think that would make a nice answer to a question. Yeah, nice. <laughs> if I was on TV or if I Were was. Were you an only child? Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. Well, for about a decade. Yeah. <laughs> Solid decade of yeah. quiz making. <laughs> like, you just go around and you go, oh, cantaloupe, that'd be a good answer to a question. <laughs> Oh, I love the na- the game Scategories. I would. I, I, oh, I love Scategories. You could just play that by yourself anytime yeah. you want. Oh. Yeah, I'm also an only child. I mean, I know you're not now, but um, it's, it's only child energy. Yeah, you really have to work out ways of entertaining yourself. Yeah, yeah oh, fact checking on the chase, so you just got to verify mm. that the question is true, which on the surface seems straightforward, but then you go down many rabbit warrens. Mm. At, and, and find out there's many possible answers to a yes, question. Yes, that's that's one of the biggest things, isn't it? Because you've got to check that there's not another answer that's also mm. correct is one mm. of the biggest things. I used to just things. write the questions and submit them and move on. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I didn't have to check anything. It's a healthy, it's a healthy yeah. way of going yeah. about it. <laughs> so there's things like the word, the word cement is the answer, but what if they say concrete? And so yes. you've got to rule out concrete or do you mm. accept concrete and you can mm. go down quite a journey? Yeah, and I found when I was doing it that I was being often felt like I was being very pedantic and a little bit mean sometimes to the writer. And I, particularly I'd find myself if I ever started a, a sentence with technically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> technically. Uh. And I just had this little voice in my head going, technically. Sort of reminds me of high school debating when you come out with the Oxford Dictionary defines. (laughs) "Mm -hmm." Or the actual gold standard in fact-checking is when you go, well, if you look at the original source (laughs) of this quotation. And ever so often I'd be like, turn the page of the book. (laughs) Read to the bottom of the article. exactly. Mm. Says the opposite. (laughs) And so... From there, because when you get you you start getting really pedantic, and then you suggest alternatives mm. in your little chat box, and again, like when I was suggesting extra things in Franny, for Franny Fisher to do, and say, you, I didn't stay in my lane. And I'm like, what if you just wrote it this way? And then I did that so often that they're like, oh, here, just write questions. <laughs> yeah, 
and give her something to do. And just a hot tip if you're an up-and-comer in any sort of industry, they'll tell you not to do that. <laughs> but you have to do that a little bit to show that you can do yeah. other things. Yeah. Yeah. And then you worked for Hard Quiz as well, where they were very encouraging of people adding their extra yeah, and little if, take on things I found when I was there. It reminded me of when I worked in commercial radio and they used to the bosses used to say, We'll take ideas from anywhere if you're the receptionist and you've got a good idea for a promotion. They said that, but mm. they wouldn't take no. a receptionist <laughs> promotional campaign. But at yeah, at Hard Quiz they're happy to have people collaborate and express interest mm. and I jumped in right from season one. It was right at the end of season one and there was only one topic left for me to work on. I was filling in for someone who had moved on and they handed me that at Hard Quiz you're given the, – the contestant submits an expert topic right? and they answer questions about their own specialty topic and the topic I was given to write questions around was galaxies. Oh. <laughs> what Just a great, great – Topic. Just some scope there. Mm. and But I had come from The Chase and the format of The Chase is they ask about 200 questions an episode because yeah. it's rapid fire and Hard Quiz is much slower paced. Mm. So you've just got time to research the ins mm. and outs of mm. every, all of the galaxies and just took me down some places. I wouldn't have gone to Trove for that sort of research. No. It is very helpful for historical topics Mm. and to really pin things down. Also, it can be tricky because when you are going to something like a newspaper article from 1935 or something, you don't know that the contestant is familiar with that document. So you don't want to be tricking people Mm. by saying, ha ha, like if you really look deep down, you'll find this is incorrect. So you want to make sure that, okay, if you get to that point that you're ruling out certain answers that you go, well, maybe this is actually too hard. Yeah. They won't know this unless they've Judging the hardness of questions was like a big thing that we talked about a lot, wasn't it? Like is this a very hard question or just a hard question? It's really – Yeah, we still have. It's, it's uh, done eight seasons now and how hard a question is is still argued about mm-hmm. on the daily and there is a rating system, like level mm. one to level five. Level one is meant to be your pub trivia. Mm. Yeah. And level five. And I'm not even that good at that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like pub trivia. No. And level five, these experts are so good at their yeah. field that there's no way to wipe out yeah. um, mm. someone who's winning so well that what can we do? We give them this rating five question. But that's people aren't computers. No. Yeah. And it's very nervous under stage lights and TV lights to – yeah, to recall a really random fact. <laughs> I think the show does want to highlight people's knowledge. If you're just asking them questions that they just don't know, yeah. mm. you want, it's the best is if – I reckon some of the best questions that I've seen are when the person kind of talks themselves mm-hmm. into the answer. Like they yeah. don't know first off and then they think about it and they talk about it a little bit out loud. and then Not like go, a oh. who wants to be a millionaire talking it through. Oh, no. It's like, no, no, stop patting it. It's like literally B, get on with yeah, it. Yeah, no, I want to pay for my kitchen renos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, we do, yeah, we do – the show does like to celebrate the contestants' mm. specialty area. And also early on and in, with uh, typical quiz shows, they target – quiz enthusiasts, trivia Mm. enthusiasts. Mm. With hard quiz, people just enjoy 
sharing their quirky interests yep. and mm. you're not going to get contestants that have been on TV before necessarily mm. or have mm. ever done a quiz or sometimes their kids have nominated them yep. because, oh, my mum really loves this movie. She's got to talk about it. <laughs> and you want to celebrate those people that are just jumping in and having a go yep. along yep. with a, an astrophysicist who's putting in galaxies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what I think we were going to do today in terms of trove is I've actually looked up a historical quiz Yes. So this is from 1943. Yes. Now, obviously, a lot was happening in the world <laughs> in 1943. People needed to decompress somehow. I don't want you to worry about that because we are a little doing bit concerned, a but quiz okay. for ladies. Oh. oh. Gosh, I'm glad it's yeah. not a gender whatever quiz because, honestly, if it had man questions, we couldn't answer them. We wouldn't them. know. We wouldn't but know. These are questions we should know because we're still ladies and nothing has changed, obviously. <laughs> now, this quiz was published actually in America in Liberty magazine, mm. um, but it's in trove because it was reproduced in the Gippsland Times. Lots of cooking time <laughs> questions, I think. So, <laughs> and the quiz was actually... Preserves. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, the quiz was written by uh, a woman called Princess Alexandra Kropotkin. Is that a self-titled <laughs> princess? Or? No, she was genuinely Russian royalty. Mm, or was she? <laughs> Can I? This it's is not just, Anastasia. This, no. is, this has reminded me of my my, my one, not my one, but like this glaring factual error that I didn't pick up in oh, go on. Miss Fishers. Is there's an episode where Franny just regales this time she was in St Petersburg and this antic she got up to and yeah, it wasn't called St Petersburg when she would have oh. been there. It would have been Leningrad. Or, and it just so did people did did you get some I tweets? Think, I think we had a tweet oh. and it was one of those ones. It was a rewrite like the day before they oh. shot it. And so, but when you said Russian, then I just got taken back oh, to God. that place. I still think about it every day. Uh, so she was actually Russian royalty. Her father actually became an anarchist. And so he dropped his title. When do you know that you're an anarchist? <laughs> when you reject hierarchy. Harry, when you take – he's still right, got his okay. title. So. Yeah, yeah. He's not an like, anarchist. You know, working towards anarchy <laughs> and then have achieved anarchy. Okay. <laughs> we are now anarchy. Um, and so he went into exile and I think she was actually born overseas but she went back to Russia and she was there for the revolution. She went to jail. She got out of jail. Yeah. She comes back to America. She met Rasputin. It was all happening. <laughs> she probably did. Who wouldn't have? He was. Yeah. He would have been everywhere. Did she, in America, then she started writing magazine columns and she translated War and Peace. So oh, that's a big undertaking. Yeah, wow. And she wrote a cookbook, a Russian cookbook. Oh. I love that she translated War and Peace and did other stuff. And she bred guppies. <laughs> <laughs> So she kind of did it did it all. So she's written this quiz. And is she a good quiz writer? I think we're going to go through these questions. And if you have any feedback on okay. these, if mm. you have any thoughts, yeah. or Christina as well. Like, I mean, I will. Feel free. Um, you'll take I, ideas I, from anywhere. But also I want you to work as a team and we will be scoring it. Okay, okay. good. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh, so we answer as a okay. team. Yeah, as like a um, team. modern children's board games yes. where yes. you work together against the common That's enemy. That's right. Mm. We love that. Yeah. And, yeah, so you didn't have to, add, like, buzz in or Great. anything. Okay, good. And this, act, there was actually 31 questions in the quiz. Oh. Wow. Too many. It's a lot, mm. yeah. That's my That's, feedback. Too many. Yeah, that's like... Round one and round three of the chase, yes. final chase. and No good. So we're going to do ten. All right. Number one, does the average woman tend to be bow-legged or knock-kneed? <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, look, my first point of feedback here <laughs> is that it's a binary option. Yeah. 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 
answer. It's like a 50-50, but it yeah. should be a 33.333 oh. recurring. Well, it just – it's yeah. you just – There should be also just there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of concerns with that question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, just a, it's the assumption that there's definitely something wrong with them. Yeah. So it, they should be – I'm going to ask you to repeat them a lot because okay. they go out of my brain. Does you can the cut that out. average woman tend to be bow-legged or knock-kneed? Oh. Knock-kneed is when you put your f- – yeah. Put your knees together and your feet are out. And bow-legged is you put your feet together and your knees will be separated. It well, depends I think, if mm. they've done calisthenic training. Mm. Mm. Or ballet. Yeah. Would you like to just choose what – I mean, I can put I down anything. Possibly, because I feel like bow-legged's a bit of a statement, really. I feel bow has to be bred into you, doesn't it? Well, I feel, or taught. Yeah, I feel like bow-legged suggests you're a bit loose. <laughs> Or you just got off your horse. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll go knock because maybe it's more naturally knocked and then they... Yeah, it gets knocked out of them and they become bow. Yeah. And they do knock. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's do, good. Do we get to know at the end? Is that oh, I think we'll do it at the end. Okay. okay. Question number two. When should a personal letter be left unsealed? Oh, well... If that's that's quite an mm. open question. It's a hard... I like, mean, if you're not putting it through the post... And you're concerned about things falling out of it. Maybe if it's being handed to the person mm-hmm. in person. Yeah. Yes. Because then you, they don't have to fiddle around with it. I think oh, I'll give you a little clue. The, the word when is deceptive oh. because mm. that suggests some kind it's of It's not t- like on the 19th issue, of May. Yeah. Where yeah. it's really more of a category thing. Yeah. So, so it's an, it's a, like a type of letter. Okay. I think she- Unsealed. I mean, we don't even do letters anymore. No, it's hard. Is it like a thank you note or a yeah, I, a thank I'm, you note? Do you want me to put? Yeah, thank look at thank you note. Yeah. Thank you note's great. That's, I'll go with that. Question number three: What is the greatest monument ever erected by a husband oh. in memory of his wife? Oh gosh, I thought you were going to say in memory of his wang. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Um, <laughs> memory of his penis. Yeah. It's the Washington Monument. Um, <laughs> no, uh, look, this question, I did find uh, working on quiz shows that often one of the goals was to just subtly mention penises. Yeah. Oh, look. Look, you've got to bring them up whenever you can. Not so much a goal, but it's an added bonus. Yeah. If you can get a bit <laughs> look, of extra. Look, you felt like, oh, this will impress the bosses. Yeah, <laughs> they'll love it. No, it's more that I just wanted to make the people at the table laugh. Yeah. That's an easy way to do it if you. Yeah. I just knew that they liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like this is one of those classic, like a Grecian mythological <laughs> statue or. Or did oh. they, he just put up a bench in the garden? <laughs> Bench is I'm gonna say think bench. Oh, like bench. Um, like it's a monument. It's a big. It and we're not talking Australia. Still See, existing. This is, I like to plant a clue in the questions That's of right. where we yeah. are. Yeah, it's very broad. And when we are. When was this quiz published? Nineteen forty-three. Okay, forty-three. So at this point, it's the largest. Mo- well, it's the well, greatest. So it's a very. Oh, great. It's a subjective <sighs> question. She yeah. thinks it's great. Do we think it's great? Maybe it's a fountain. We just don't know. The other problem is answering quiz questions is not my forte because yeah. I tend to, not. they just tend the information flies out of my head once I've dealt yeah. with it yeah. and then I move on. I mean, I just Google. I mean, yeah. like people yeah. will be like, "Oh, you mustn't be great at trivia nights." It's like, no, I'm no. great. At, I'm great at googling. Yeah. What's that? Is there one in New South Wales that's like so and so's chair, Mrs. Mrs. Oh, what's her name? Mrs. <laughs> MacArthur's chair or something like that. That Mrs. sort of sounds. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just going to agree because if we were at a pub quiz, I would, you, I'd just be having point, a drink you, at yeah. this point. Yeah. Be like, write it down, write it down. Yeah, write yeah, it down. Write it down. Oh, because it's blank. Like, I, like to, I like to scribe in a team event so I don't yeah. feel under pressure to actually answer and anything. you've got lovely writing as well. Yeah, so I'm contributing but not yeah. intellectually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, okay, question four. Oh, we, oh, is that where we're putting down? No, we can't put that down. Oh, yeah, no, we can. We've done it. All right. Question four. I don't even have the right name of the monument. Oh. It's in the in the ballpark. Okay. <laughs> How can you keep liquid cooking in a pot from boiling over? Lid. Yeah, lid. 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 Turn it down. <laughs> it's hard because you're picturing yourself in your modern kitchen, and they mm. that, that's not what they would they would that maybe they didn't have no, and they probably couldn't turn it down. It was hot or not. Maybe they did. <laughs> Put detail over it. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I think a lid's a lid. solid a idea, lid, even if it's makeshift. Yeah. Now, I or you could add something cool. <gasps> That's a yeah. different answer, Christina. I know. Okay. I'm gonna. We'll go with gut. Go, yeah, yeah, gut. We'll yeah. go with lid. Okay. Yeah. Now I put this question in as a bit of a treat because it's a literary question. Oh, so I thought you'd like it. Yeah. Good. Genuinely, I think it's a good question. Okay. Question five: Which of the following authors were women? George Eliot, George Moore, George Du Maurier. Or George Sand. Oh, it's Elliot. I think it's Elliot. Yeah. Unless, oh, unless it's an all of the above, which is mm. Trixie Dixie. Okay. But it, I feel like all of the above probably wasn't an on-trend answer. No, I don't think so. Back then. No, I'm happy with George Eliot. Yeah. George Eliot, excellent. Question six. What did women of the 1870s mean by a Grecian bend? Oh, dear. <laughs> is this another phallic question? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. You've got Greek heritage. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, um, a lot of pressure. I do bend. <laughs> flexible. I should bend. Is it's not the no? That's the key. It's not the key pattern, is it? That that's not so much a bend has got ang- is quite angular. A Grecian bend. I'd never heard of it. I would. Is it got? Is, is it to do with a hairstyle or a um, or a neck? A neck. <laughs> <laughs> to bend under the olive trees, maybe. Possibly. Like to duck your head under. Grecian bend. Maybe it's something curvy on a building. <laughs> oh, that yeah, like an arch, mm. like but one of those columns that's a bit hourglass. But they'd make it; that'd be a nicer architectural name for it. Well, it wouldn't be hourglass. So again, there's not enough hints in that question. No, because they haven't given us any kind any of context. Industry. I mean, nothing. I guess this would have been in the like. So this is like seventy years. So I guess it's like asking us about the fifties. Yeah. Okay, sure. I mean, not really my niche area. <laughs> but if someone like if someone asked you like about a term from the fifties, like we would have yeah. more chance of knowing yeah. than we've got of knowing yeah. this because it's you know, Grecian bend. No one we know was alive. Because if it's is it art? Is it is, is it, it a skirt? <laughs> Who knows? Well, you guys just decide what okay. you want me to All put. Right. So I feel like I'm being mean. See, in wax quizzical, the Chiron doesn't know the answers, so he's not. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, Whereas right. I know the answers, so yeah. I'm like, I feel like I'm yeah. being superior when I shouldn't be. And I'm starting to get angry at you even though you haven't written these. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I want to stress that I did not write <laughs> yes. these. Christina, what's your... Um, I feel it might be something architectural. Yeah, let's... Yeah. It's an architectural... Bend in the arch. Bend. I mean, Bend. arches have bends. It's an arch. I'll just put arch. Yeah. Okay. Seven. To use for sterilising, water must be how hot? Oh, Boiling point? Yeah. Boiling Is that 100 point. degrees? Yes. Yes, at, at, at standard Look at my science degree. <laughs> serving um, me well. Because now they've got, you can put things in them. You can put like bottles in the microwave now with a little um, – at Kmart you can buy like a 
sterilizing mm. contraption and off it goes. You don't need to think. No, you don't have to boil mm, the water and exactly. check the temperature. Well, you don't, you're not using a thermometer. Mm. No, no. Okay, question eight. Why did a woman's petty cash come to be known as pin money? Oh, I love this. Mm. Mm. Is that because she pinned it in her petticoat? <gasps> oh, that's beautiful, Christina. <laughs> um, I, I just love both of those. I love petty cash and I love pin money. I love that she had it. I love that yeah. she put it somewhere. I love that she got given it. Yeah. Oh. How did she get it? We all want to yeah. know. Yeah. And pin money is... Is means money that you know you can spend on non-essential items, basically. Excellent. That was the idea of it. Good. That that question really sort of invites a story, doesn't it? It really does. I mean, sometimes that's okay on a quiz show, and sometimes it's not. For hard quiz, we definitely want a story to the point where flesh it out to the point where you think. (laughs) Well, the reason you choose, I often choose words and names for answers because they're attached to a great story. Yes, and you would naturally expect the contestant to bring that story to us when they're getting to their answer Mm. but if they just don't know you're just like oh no you're not telling the really fun bit yeah so then you try and build some of that into the question so that to eke it out (laughs) (laughs) some quiz shows it's just give me the answer yeah get out yeah and they only want really want one or two words as the answer this in this case i love it because even if we're wrong I like Christina's version. Mm. So even if the, I like it too. Even if the real answer is not as good. I'm gonna yeah. to attach to my answer yeah. anyway. Mm. Yeah. And just start telling it as a fact. I the will. Exactly. Know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question nine. Sorry about this one. Upon whose skin do cosmetic manufacturers test their products first? Oh. Rats? Mice? Rabbits? We're coming up with a lot of small furry animals. Yeah. A lot of rodents. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Pigs. <laughs> <laughs> That's where this expression lipstick on a pig. Orphans uh, on the streets of <laughs> St. Petersburg. <laughs> I think you'll find. Yeah. <laughs> Technically. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think rats and mice is where we went first. Mm. But that's, again, maybe because that's where all the 80s and 90s marketing yes. came in about not doing that. <sighs> There's another animal. And you were close. <sighs> With rabbits? With pigs. Pigs. With pigs. Yeah. Guinea pigs. Oh, yes. We got help there. And yeah. That. But sometimes the, the host, they lead. They kind of help themselves. They lead. They lead. They yeah. lead us to the correct. They're very gentle and warm sometimes. Mm, yes. Question 10. Nearly all babies are born with eyes of what colour? Blue. Blue. <laughs> okay. They don't have a Grecian bend in those. No. no. Same with kids. Okay. <laughs> So how, how do you think he went out of ten? How Maybe a four? Fifth, a five, yeah. A fifth. A fifth. A fifth. <laughs> All a right. Fifty, I was going to go well, percent. Yeah. Well, let's see. I've done a, a bit of light verification, but not. No. I mean, you know, I'm not on. Well, don't do I'm heavy not. verification in front of other people. <laughs> I'm not necessary. <laughs> it's a bit that, uncomfortable. That's how, I, that's how I got the sack. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Question one: Does the average woman tend to be bow-legged or oh, knock kneed It was a tough way to start this one. It yeah. was knock kneed Yes, you are correct. Now, in real life, I think that might not be true, and or maybe it was. I'd like to see the stats <laughs> on that. And I think maybe nutrition and childhood mm, diseases and stuff, yeah, can yeah. can affect that sort of thing. Scurvy. And toddlers are always generally bow-legged, and then yeah. they go knock kneed and then generally people's legs straighten out. Oh. I haven't seen, I haven't, my toddler's legs are always in 
all sorts of positions that yeah. I can't keep up with. Well, exactly. Tell. And look, if you are worried about your child's legs, you can go and see a doctor. Um, <laughs> you can also reflect on how boring it would be yeah. if everyone was the same. But I did find a, an article that, that made me think that she, she was wrong in, in saying it was knock-kneed because I found this article from the Sunday Mail from the 28th of July in 1935. Sydney girls have such shapely legs. This is the unreserved opinion of a Sydney visitor, Prince oh. Karl Leopold von Schoenberg-Waldenberg. What a dirty creep. <laughs> what a prince and princess action. Yeah. yeah. Just everyone getting around. I don't yeah. know if she knew him personally. But he said, yes, and their figures are wonderful too. And oh. their ability to dress well is beyond reproach, he said today, over a glass of gin and bitters. Oh, I think he'd had a few. <laughs> It's nice not to see any bow-legged or knock-kneed girls here. Oh, oh wait, so you're not meant to be either? No. No, oh. not according to Prince Wanky Pants. <laughs> <laughs> so I think her answer, you know, if she was in Sydney... I also think the, the Melbourne and Sydney rivalry runs so deep that I'm just immediately bitter. I'm like, what's yeah. wrong with my shapely Melbourneian? Yeah, legs? wrong with Melbourne legs? Yeah, look, he, maybe when he came here, he was all about the arse. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, when should a personal letter be left unsealed? Oh. Uh, and this is when it's a letter of introduction. Oh, so this is when you're meeting someone, you hand them a piece of paper first. Well, this no, is no, you actually. Well, I found so it's an like article, a reference check. Yeah, I found another article about it, which is from the Southwestern Times from the 9th of June, 1939, and it says, Etiquette of Introduction. No one worries very much about formality and etiquette in these days, but when there is a right and a wrong way of doing a thing, it always gives more satisfaction to do the correct thing. This would actually be quite useful for a-holes that refuse to use people's correct pronouns. Yes. yes. Exactly. You could just go, here you go, you say what's on the piece of paper and, yeah. we, and, we, just and we all move on. And, and it will it. give you more satisfaction. Yeah. <laughs> when an introduction is being affected by means of a letter to be personally delivered, the letter should be handed in an unsealed envelope to the person to be introduced. Because oh, then that would add a, an unnecessary level of stress. Like you don't, fumbling. If you yes. <laughs> well, also, you don't want to be carrying around a letter to give to people that says Penny Tangy's a low dog, don't yeah. talk to her. You know, like I... if You, you want to know that what's on the piece of paper is, is good. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of rude to give someone an, a sealed envelope that says, Scott, oh, I've written some things about you to give to other people. So you've got the opportunity yes. also to Also you don't want to be walking around carrying a letter opener, which could cause injury. Mm, exactly. Um, but, yeah, because letters of introduction used to be just the standard way of doing things. I don't, we don't really do it anymore. But No, it's more a re like a referee for a job. And yeah. I have to say a lot of people would benefit from having an open letter because as someone who <laughs> interviews people a lot, there's a lot of people that have obviously agreed to give a positive reference and do not do that. Oh, you shouldn't oh, agree. And bag out people. It's horrific. You shouldn't. Oh, no. You should just say no. Yeah. I think you should find someone else. I guess it's awkward sometimes. Mm. But oh, that's mean. I think you can damn people with faint praise, but you yeah. can't bag them out. Well, look, no. if, if you don't want to say no, just be... Be a bit general. Yeah, just yeah. broad strokes, basic. I yes. can read between the lines. Yes. This, this person <laughs> came to work and did the job and then went home. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you need, isn't it? That's what you mm. pay for. Yeah, I think that's right. Although sometimes people do still do it with email. Do you ever get that where someone will like e-introduce you and they'll CC the other oh, person? Oh, yes, that's awkward. 
Yeah, I think that still happens. I guess mm. it's like a carryover. I'm, I'm happy for that to happen. I just want them to not say e-meet. Yeah. Just say, Hi there, nice yeah. to meet you. And if you're e-meeting, does it have a hyphen? I think it they does. They do put yeah. a hyphen. In Capital it. E, just little e. Just takes me out of the moment yeah. for yeah. a second. Yeah, I don't want to e-meet anyone. <laughs> okay, guys, question three. What is the greatest monument ever erected oh, by a husband in memory of his wife? So many wrong turns here. It was the Taj Mahal. Oh, of oh. course it was. I knew it was. Why did you say when I said bench? You're like, yeah. Di- Princess Diana sat on the bench at the front. Yeah, tenuous. I couldn't stop thinking about I couldn't <laughs> Sorry stop thinking about that. <laughs> so we have a tradition in Hard Quiz, but my friend Adam Richard and I worked on the show the whole time and it's shit statues and there oh. is a shit bronze there's a bronze Fonz, which we love, but there's a bronze Diana and Dodie Elfayed uh. in, in like a shopping mall. It's like in Harrods or something. And I was just thinking <laughs> of bronze. I just thought of terrible bronze things. And my, I knew it would have been something old-fashioned and um, yeah. big. Uh, I mean, I don't statuesque. Yeah, stately. I don't. You don't think of buildings as being monuments yes, you forget. either. No. Um, but the, the the problem is a verifier that I have this question is the greatest. Like it's a very subjective. subjective. It's very subjective. Yeah, I mean, it's great. No argument. It is great. Uh, is it the greatest? And um, I did find another article from the Cootamundra Herald yeah. uh, from the 4th of February 1938. And it says, because his wife was particularly fond of mushrooms, a resident of Jerusalem, Poland, has had a monument shaped like a large mushroom oh. erected over her grave. That is great. Yeah. yeah. Was it a shiitake mushroom? <laughs> <laughs> Bello, I, bit of shade. <laughs> when I worked in hospitality, I did appreciate the large number of people who would order something with a shiitake mushroom. <laughs> did they like? With no sense of irony. <laughs> just a shiitake. They're just like, I just have to be mature about it and just yeah. say it. And go, yep, yeah, I'll get that for you. <laughs> I know what you meant. <laughs> Technically, it's shiitake. Yes. <laughs> And the husband also <laughs> arranged for mushrooms to be grown on the plot of land surrounding the grave. Yeah, so you need to specify, are we mm. talking largest, tallest, fungal, mm. most, most expensive. Yeah, most yeah. opulent. Yeah, most or, colourful. Or pin it down to a source according to yeah. the, you know, mm. yes. Guinness Book of World Records. Or according to the person sitting on the bench. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> okay, question four, how long can you keep liquid Cooking in a pot from boiling. Oh God, we were confident. So confident. Uh, No, it's you're right. I could not agree with you more. But (laughs) yes, putting a lid on it. Although if you put the lid on it and it's boiling too vigorously, it will just. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, there. Her answer is by floating a small bit of butter on top of the cooking. Oh, yum! Mm. That's way more fun. Extra butter. You know, you can (laughs) use a wider pot. You can Mm. turn the heat down. Mm. You can take it off the heat. You can, you know, you can lots of options. Really, it's lots of footnotes. If you're writing a cookbook, Mm. yeah. yeah. And she did. Oh. She wrote a Russian cookbook. She just got. She's just decided on her method, and that's quiz question yep. standard. Exactly. Absolutely. She's just decided. And in some ways, philosophically speaking, when you ask someone a question, you're really asking them, "What do you think? I think the answer is." Uh, oh yeah. gosh, you're clever, Penny. Well, mm. actually, we, on TV, yes, I'm often yelling at the contestant behind the scenes, championing them, like I'm barracking for them to get yeah. right, but going. What do you think we would ask on TV? <laughs> yes. Sometimes yeah. they volunteer something that you think, that's great that you know that, but that's not interesting no. to the person at home. No, no that that's not really TV worthy. <laughs> Absolutely. Question five. Which of the following authors were women? 
So you said it was George Elliot, George Moore, George DeMaurier, oh, George no. Sand. DeMaurier. Did, there's no. a Daphne DeMaurier. Yes, that's why I suddenly jumped out of my seat. Is she his daughter? But now I'm just panicking because the question didn't ask us, didn't specify if there would be more than one. Faya, <gasps> you're right. So oh, you are, no. So George oh, Elliot is gosh, correct. We, Do you want we to add so another cocky. one? Do you know? I don't think it's Demarier. What were the other last mm. names? Moore and Sand. George mm. Sand sounds like some, like a hallmark. I'm going to mm. go with. Yeah, go with that. Yes, yeah. you're right. Yes. Hey. She was French. Sand. It's oh, probably Sand. Sand. How embarrassing. <laughs> George Sand. <laughs> George Sand. <laughs> George Sand. Oh, it would be so. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, nice. Oh, well. But that's. I put the fault in the question there. They yeah. should have. I mean. Because yeah. it's Blame asking for the more question. than more than you're asking for more than one. Answer. Yeah, absolutely. It, it wasn't weighted clear. accurately. It wasn't clear. What did women? Question six. What did women of the 1870s mean by a Grecian bend? Come on, put me yeah. out of misery. So it was. It was when they wore bustles at the back. Oh. And then they would tip forward. Now and and so they would be sort of at then a big angle. And they got angle. scoliosis. <laughs> <laughs> Bustle induced scoliosis. <laughs> There was a lot of articles in Trove mocking this trend. And oh. I would actually say, what did women call it? It's more like, what did men call it? Like, oh, yeah. men were like, unfashionable women are standing funny, basically. And there was a lot of, like, there were poems and songs mocking the Grecian bend. Oh. You oh. can pretty much only find it as, you don't find anyone writing an article going, the Grecian bend is back in fashion. It's always, oh, these stupid women with their Grecian yeah. bends. And what's Grecian about it? Is it because that's what how goddesses looked in there. And there was this comic, which I'll show you, which is the sort of thing. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Right. right. So oh, it's oh. a picture. It's kind of like the evolution of man's thing, but it's a woman with a bustle bending over and eventually becoming a camel. Hence the term camel toe. <laughs> <laughs> camel toe of the rear. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that. Um, yeah, thanks a lot, men. Like who were they putting that on for? Well, mm. exactly. To turn around and I, yeah. make camel jokes. I think the, the, the thing about that is that would have been a hot meme at the time because this, mm. this is like from the 1870s and so. In fact, that's very good meme worthy. Yeah. Like it's very yeah. simple, clear. Yeah. And Absolutely. Tra- and, you know, Origin of the Species had only been out for 15 years. So oh, yeah. Much more trends. exciting than Finches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good on them. Question seven. To use for sterilising, water must be how hot? And you guys said boiling. Uh, I I yeah. agree with you. Um, I think it depends. But she said very two hundred and twenty degrees Fahrenheit, which is actually over boiling point. Because boiling point just is to be sure. And you can't really get unless she's talking about it being in a in Lava. like a, um in under pressure mm. in some kind of equipment. You're not going to be able to get it to a, over a hundred degrees in your own home. Oh. Bacteria dies at much lower temperature than that. I don't know. Did no. you get that right? Yeah. Hard to tell. We'll, s- we'll say we did. Because I would put that question in the bin if someone yeah. sent that to me. I would write, I would be just like, I'm not verifying this. So, yes. to boil? Well, once to it gets boil. to, once it boils, it's not going to get any hotter. No. But you can raise the boiling point by making the pressure. I'm happy to go wrong more. with mm. the princess's standard yeah. there. I'm, I'm fine. I'm happy. She's Wrong. given me she's given me the butter tidbit, and I'm happy yeah. to take that home. Yeah, I 
of um, wrong by the, that. Wrong by the standards of the princess. Yeah. Question eight. Why did a woman's petty cash come to be known oh. as pins? Oh, we liked this one. She said because in olden times pins were so expensive oh. that women spent much of their day, their small change, on them. Hair pins or uh, sewing pins? Sewing like, pins. Oh. Yeah, I believe sewing pins. Mm. See, Christina's answer is better. And we'll stick with that and make it historically semi-accurate. Though, I I don't even know if that's true. And this is often the problem with a lot of these origin stories mm. because they can be mm. myths or no one's actually really sure. Because I found this other article from the 8th of October 1927 on the origin of pin money. The origin of the term pin money was explained recently by a lecturer at the summer school of the Draper's Chamber of Trade <laughs> at Caius Good lecture. Yeah. <laughs> College, Cambridge. Mr A.H. Riddle of Messrs Byland and Sons, London, said pins were first used in 1672 when the pinners were incorporated into a city craft or guild. Pinners. <laughs> it's been on the pinners. Yeah. In the reign of James the first, an act was passed to protect the pinners by forbidding the importation Pin of pins. <laughs> that act was confirmed by Charles the first. Who was a pinhead. <laughs> well, his head. Yeah. Got your oh, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Um, who received annually from the pin makers £500, which he handed over to his wife, Henrietta Maria, for her private purse. Wow. So arose the term pin money. And now we use a PIN number at an A. My goodness. <laughs> come full circle. Oh, my God. Back Obviously, then PIN number's not <laughs> yeah, correct. Back then they pin. used to say personal identification yeah, that's right. number yeah. money. <laughs> mm, that's right. <laughs> Just to annoy everyone. So Herbert Ormond, chairman of the Draper's Chamber of Trade, remarking that fashions went in cycles, suggested that the days of long dresses might return. To this, the young women attending... We're on a completely different topic now, by the way. <laughs> to this, the young women attending the school shouted amid much laughter, Never! Never! Let us wait and see, retorted Sir Herbert. Wow. Now, that was another thing that I found, from the, particularly in the 1920s. There was, if you search for bow-legged or knock-kneed in Trove, you get all these horrendous articles about people complaining about seeing women's legs now and how oh, wow. most oh. women's legs should be hidden because they're just awful. That's mm. uplifting. Yeah. Well, they didn't want it to be. That's no. One, no. Of them said, one of the articles said most women's legs should be kept a close secret. <laughs> I'm just – people had a lot of energy and time. Yeah. And we – these days, there people – there are windbags that have a lot of issues too mm-hmm. and yep. they're varied and they're not as – A, know, a lot of opinions about, you know, where the pants are leggings and that yeah, sort I of thing. I think if you did wow. a tweet search leggings these days, maybe yep. you would drill down on oh. some other – Is it oh, okay to God. wear leggings to work? It's going, Jeggings? Yes or no? It's going to be horrific, isn't it, yeah. when people in the future are going to be looking at – Hashtag tweets and stuff. Mm. I'm going, oh, God, be good for podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Question nine. Upon whose skin do cosmetic manufacturers test their products first? Mm. It is the skin of a guinea pig's stomach. Because you can be a guinea pig for something. Mm. They shave it. It is. That's embarrassing. It is two and a half times more sensitive than a lady's skin. Oh, that's horrible. Little baby, no. It's not good. Uh, I found this obituary of Max Factor. 
Oh, not a guinea pig. <laughs> no. <laughs> From the 1st of October 1938. Lovely ladies and guinea pigs' tummies. The man who prepared every famous film star of the day for the set, Hollywood's king of glamour, has died. Max Factor was 61. He died after a long illness from kidney trouble. 30 years ago, Factor tramped into Hollywood with a bag full of cosmetics. He opened a saloon, then others. A saloon or a salon? Well, it said saloon. <laughs> and <laughs> he wanted a drink. And yeah. he didn't think everyone in was there was attractive enough. Salon with swinging doors. <laughs> and check because I thought maybe it was an OCR thing, but no, it said saloon in the article. Grew famous throughout US, he has visited England and expressed the opinion that English women did not understand the art of cosmetics. Last year, he told beauty specialists that nature's nearest approach to the fine texture of a lovely woman's face was the pink tummy of a guinea pig. No. Oh. I honestly didn't think Max Factor was a real name. Really? I thought I... it was something like SPF or something. I <laughs> thought that it was just a brand they name. Might, they're going to get the Max Factor of beauty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at them. They're Max Factoring all over the place. Who's <laughs> best know. friends with Maybelline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, blown my mind. Yeah. yeah, he's a real guy. And now I don't want to touch my face. Not no. a very nice one, though, apparently. And, well, mm. I guess they all thought it was okay. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. I mean, they probably – that's mm. – mm. the industry hasn't moved on from it completely. Not, not mm. really. Absolutely. And he worked on that theory for he bought 12 guinea pigs oh. on which to try out his newest lipsticks, rouges and creams. <laughs> Sorry, I just pictured them with – I know. Oh. Cute little – But you can just do that with Photoshop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In fact, I had a housemate once who was studying um, graphic design and stuff and she had this picture on her wall. This was a long time ago. It was like in the early noughties. And so she had a picture on her wall of these guinea pigs wearing hats. Yes. And one day I said to her, oh, how did you get the guinea pigs? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you must have been living with Anne Geddes. Yeah. And she was just she just looked at me like I was the stupidest person she'd ever seen. Anyway. That's how the Cottingley Fairies yes. scandal went about because the two little English girls played around with cardboard cutouts, spoiler That's alert, right. yes. of fairies, pictures of fairies, and took photos of them. Yep. And everyone at the time, including Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, went, well, there's no photo trickery here no, because <laughs> this is a photo and that is a fairy. And they thought the girls had seen fairies at yeah. the bottom of the garden. When did they admit to it? Well, I don't think one of them did. I think one of them may have done it on her deathbed. Like, <laughs> and the other one was just like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Yeah, this is embarrassing. <laughs> he, he was an adult man. He shouldn't have oh. believed me. Okay. He studied the effect after 24 hours and thus learned how to improve his products. Uh. Max was a firm <laughs> believer in soap. Maximilian factor, do you think? <laughs> Yes, I wonder. <laughs> Max was a firm believer in soap and water as a basis of beauty, which is kind of weird because then right. he's like selling. But then all add all this oh. other stuff. Yeah. To it's it. like when you read like a, a model talking about her day in a magazine and going, "Look, it's just really soap and water, and then seventeen other things <laughs> and yeah. a chemical peel." Yeah. Last sentence. He always hated extreme artificiality in makeup, and knife edge eyebrows made him angry. Look, I get that. I get that. I really want my obituary just to end with my pettiest opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. She hated puffer jackets. Yeah. <laughs> and all they stand for. Yeah. I want to know what he would think of the modern brow. 
I'm stressed oh. with everybody's big, big brows. Brows are brows. a huge, huge thing. And I don't do anything to them. In fact, I, I have a trichotillomania, like a hair plucking d- compulsion. Oh. So I often d- have to draw them in. Mm. Um, so I just get very stressed when people are. Like you can laminate them, yeah, you no, can no, microblade them, don't you want can that. tattoo them. There's. Look, there's heaps and heaps of shops near me that literally that is all people do. Brows. Just drill down on the eyebrow. Yep. yep. One of my friends works at such a setup, and that is all they do. Yeah. And they are making a fortune. I think the scariest look for me are laminated brows yeah. where they've where they brush them right up, so they're standing really yeah. up. And then they just kind of contact them into place. April Rose Pingilly from um, Australian soap opera Neighbours worked as a model and she always flawlessly presented on Instagram and she got her brows laminated for a while and she got so many hate comments. She had to like stop. But then you look at – because Pamela Anderson's sort of resurfaced recently with her Netflix doco – and you look at her eyebrows, really outdated. I'm happy with that. She's she's going in the she's max hanging factor. on to the 90s, and she's just she's not letting going it go. For max factor brow, <laughs> mini factor. I think it's just as well that he's not here mm, to see really to see it all. Anyway, question ten. Nearly Gosh, we got really passionate about our brows. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, isn't yeah. this petty and silly? No, no. Come back to the brows. <laughs> question ten. Nearly all babies are born with eyes of what colour? She says, except in extremely rare cases, all babies are born with blue eyes, mm. which may then change to brown, grey, etc. during the first year. I am going to tell you, you got that right, according to the yeah. princess. However, oh, but, not, but not really right. She, it's not true. It's a myth. And she's thinking of white babies. Oh, of course she mm. is. And oh. so did Vaya and I. Oh, no. <laughs> well, what it is, is wrong I, with it us? It is something that I've heard so many times. Mm. Oh, but all babies are born with yeah. actually about 60% of babies overall are born with brown eyes. And yeah. where did she land on kittens? That's probably more to the point. <laughs> do kittens all have blue eyes? Yeah, they do. Okay, that's what you guys. That was were what thinking. I was basing it on. Not white babies. Not white babies. <laughs> Fluffy babies. <laughs> so, guys, you got three out of ten. Oh, according to the princess. Yeah, um, not even a pass. No. Well, well, actually, it depends. In specialist maths, you don't have to get no. 50%. And look, in VCE, it's not ungraded, so we did pass. Yeah. <laughs> you, Penny, like, appreciated <clears throat> what we brought to the mm. table. And on hard quiz, we often, people, will, will, if they leave, not getting many answers, mm, right? I'm like, yeah. yeah, but you said all the stories really in an entertaining way and that's yeah, actually more that's important. That's what, right, absolutely. It's a personality. So I'm going to, I'll post a link to the questions so yep. people can have a look at the full mm. 31 quick question mm. quiz and, and you can test your family and friends yes yep. see if they've got that 1943 can you give me, penny can you just give us one more bonus just a, this is um, yeah. living Bring with it a, up to four living with a toddler you can have a bonus and you can have a bonus bonus i won't ask for a yeah. bonus bonus okay. but just give me a bonus you just want for a little me to treat I, I'm, I'm actually sad that she doesn't at the end say how much of a princess we are yeah yeah oh. what what level princess are you <laughs> yeah like one to ten yeah you're <laughs> no Maybe one to five, you'd be like a... Um, Scullery maid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like an anarchist like my dad. Apparently, she didn't actually... She only really used the princess title to get work. Like, mm. she was... Fair. Fair enough. She wasn't mm. actually attached to it. Okay. Because her dad dropped it. He became an anarchist, so obviously you can't go around calling yourself a prince if you're an anarchist. Okay, here is your bonus question. 
Oh, this is so stupid. Okay, question 14. Good. We like it. What woman is supposed to have had the longest hair? What woman? Rapunzel. Aphrodite. <laughs> Thank you, Christina. Oh. You yep. got the bonus. Yay. That's so badly worded. Wow. What woman? She's what not woman? even real. She's not real. Do, but she might have been in, in Russia. Like, in terms of <laughs> in fictional, in, oh, in common – I can't even – I'm not even going to justify no, it with a I rewrite. <coughs> I was working on the chase and verifying. At the start of each thing that you wrote, you had to write okay or not okay. <laughs> and so – and you had to write in capital letters, which always felt really mean. Mm, like you were going, aggressive. not okay. And I don't write okay. I write it O-K-A-Y. Mm, yeah. So okay Sounds is very alarming. Nicer. <laughs> but then one time I was looking I was looking up some old questions because for some reason I had to look it up and then I found this old verifier note where someone had got a bit mad and they'd written in capital letters, so not okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, look, I understand the sentiment, <laughs> but can you not, you know, you but don't need to bring that. The style guide gave you two options. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. I used to often like write a comment and then just read it back through for tone. Yes. <laughs> and try and just make it a bit nicer. Probably didn't always succeed. Faya. Yes. Thank you so much oh. for joining us on this lovely quiz. It and, was a pleasure. And where can people find you if they want to? Oh, great question. I'm just trying to figure out where I'm, what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> no, uh, not, but, your, not your okay. home address. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Vay's on Instagram, V-A-Y-S. Mm-hmm. Neighbours Pod is Is a that po- coming back? Well, it's technically not meant to have gone. So I have been hosting a podcast about Neighbours, the soap opera, for eight years and then Neighbours got cancelled and really I just got burnt out dealing with the cancellation content. Yeah. Mm. And so That's I, very stressful. So it was just a bit tricky to figure out what to do next and how to plan interviews because we were all exhausted. But now it's coming back because of Jeff Bezos' money. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're going to we'll get back on the mics. Um, I just – the reason I'm here today is because you organised it, Penny. So <laughs> yeah. as long as I can get someone to help me do that, yeah. then we will be right. But, yeah, Neighbours, it's still on um, – look it up in your podcast app. And it's very, very – It is very good. You won't learn as much as you learn on this one. But oh, well, it's very calming. And actually you do bring a lens, like a, a social justice lens to yes. the show, which mm, I yes. always found very interesting. And. My one of my co-hosts, Kate, is a studied cartography for a little while. So often you get some geographical insights into That's Vic- true too. Victoria. Yeah, good. Yeah. Particularly if someone's going off a cliff. Yeah, she'll <laughs> tell you. <laughs> is that realistic? CJ's in marketing, so she'll just put a great spin on anything else we say. Fantastic. Yep. So yeah, thank you very much, and uh, we'll go and have lunch. Yes. Not- we'll go get a little pad of butter. <laughs> yeah. And boil it in some water. Just calm that water down. <laughs> Lincoln's like, don't forget to actually hit the record button. Thanks, Lincoln. Thanks, Lincoln. I did nearly forget, to be fair.